Welcome to Meltdown to Mastery, empowering women to overcome midlife crisis by rewiring the subconscious mind. Feeling overwhelmed, disillusioned, stuck? We all have. Here we explore inspiration and empowerment to navigate through the tough times and move to a place where hearts soar, minds manifest, and bodies heal. Welcome to Meltdown to Mastery podcast hosted by yours truly, Jane Marquis, N.D. In this episode of Mindful Monday, we delve into the challenging topic of escaping the depression and downward spiral of a midlife crisis. At some point in our lives, many of us wake up and question the choices we've made, the life we're living, and the work we engage in. The inner voice within us wonders if it's truly what we want, and if there's more to life than what we've settled for. It's easy to feel trapped by our past decisions and resign ourselves to the status quo. However, this moment of introspection can be a powerful catalyst for change. We may have been unconscious about old conflicts and found comfort in repetitive patterns that may mask deeper issues needing healing. While practices such as gratitude, appreciation, and deep breathing have been discussed, perhaps we need to seek deeper meaning in life. Let's explore the notion of finding profound purpose and questioning how we utilize our mental and emotional powers to contribute something meaningful to the world beyond our own self-interest. I don't think it's about finding the perfect partner, or the perfect job. I think a lot of that is in itself programs and creates this deep dissatisfaction within ourselves. But what if we just learned to heal what was within ourselves and that was the the change that we needed? I often take cases and Someone comes in with the worst story and it's all about this happened to me and this person did this to me. In the end, after we give a remedy, I'll ask them about it again and it's they don't remember it. And they'll say to me that all the people in their life have changed and that they're so much happier. Now, do you think the people in their life actually changed or is it the way they see the world that has changed? I think discovering and embracing our unique contribution can serve as a way out of this depression as well and infuse our lives with purpose and significance. Another thing that I've become aware of is that as we go into depression, we want more and more And we want other people to change. But what if the way out of this grip was to infuse our existence with deep meaning and a decision to make a positive impact on the world around us? I often ponder people in my life or, you know, often with old age, we become very inflexible. We can even see it in our own bodies. We're less flexible. We're less in the flow. I'll listen to someone complain that people don't come around and they aren't there for them. And I often think, 
But what if your life was so busy making other people happy that you forgot about this need to have constant influx from others? And often I think the way out is for us to find this purpose and to give to others, to make others dinner, or it can be very small acts of random kindness, right? But in my deepest states of depression or when I thought my world was crumbling, I actually asked, how can I help? And I remember living in a very expanded state of joy if I asked that question truly from my heart. And that joy would surround me for hours to days. And I often wonder where it came from. Was it because I was awakening to one of life's biggest questions and the universe was embracing me that I had discovered one of the most important aspects of living in joy, and that was to serve for the greater good. I know it sounds corny, but it really works. Now, speaking of giving and unconditional love, I was faced with this situation with one of my horses one day who came in hobbling. He had trouble walking, and his it seemed that his back left leg was injured. And we hoped that it would just pass, that it might just be a muscle cramp. But within a few days, we realized that wasn't the case. And so we had the vet come out and he decided to x-ray it. And we could see that his hawk, it's like our ankle in the horse, the lateral malleola or the bone on the outside of the ankle, which they have, it looks like their knee, had broken off. So he'd been in a skirmish in the paddock and another horse had kicked him and it had broken this bone right off. And so it became pretty obvious that we need to send him for surgery. So we sent him for surgery and the surgery went well. He came back two weeks later and suddenly he had a temperature, which is a sign of infection. So I immediately called the vet and he said to get him on antibiotics. It was a pretty panicky situation. And so I did choose to do that. I often do homeopathy as well. And then he came the next day and we discovered that the cut where they had made the incision had ultimately caused infection in the joint. And in the vet world, that's impossible to heal. So he told us that we really should put Lurch down, who was a very beautiful, gorgeous horse who had taken my daughter to Young Riders. Lurch is a sweetheart. All he wants to do is perform and make his humans happy. (laughs) That was the paradigm of the vet, but not my paradigm. In my world, I have seen lots of disease that just needs to be treated from a very deep level. Now, I know I can't talk to horses, so it's a little harder, but I decided, no, that's not where we're going to do this, and we're going to heal this. And I asked the vet that we only talk about it outside the barn, because I didn't want Lurch to know. The crazy thing is, every time the vet came, he told me 
that once we stopped the antibiotics, he would be back in a couple of days because the infection in the hawk would flare and it would go with throughout his body. And each time he told me that, I broke down and cried. What I did was reach out to a homeopath in England who had treated such situations. And he told me that, yes, horses it can flare very quickly. And so you need you need to give a homeopathic remedy every two hours and keep at it until the infection is gone. And I reached out to Divya as well, who had treated infections in joints in India. In North America, we go to the hospital and someone goes on intravenous antibiotics. But in other parts of the world, they don't have that that ability, so they treat it in other ways. And so both of these people had seen infections in joints healed. So I believed that's what we would do. And I stayed with Lurch for, I think it was three to four weeks, and was in the stall constantly either giving him homeopathic remedies. I was throwing the whole kitchen sink at this. (laughs) And I wrapped it, I iced it, I did everything possible for the time until the antibiotics, we could not give them anymore. And I continued with the homeopathy after that. And Lurch is here today. And what happened was I developed this really deep communication with that horse. And Lurch and I have this amazing relationship an amazing relationship. And in hindsight, I question who healed who. That time with Lurch was just so precious. And the relationship that we have now is just so precious that, yeah, I just can't decide on who healed who. So, and along with that is the question of belief systems, right? Because I believed that we could heal this, but the vet had learned his belief system from school and he believed we couldn't. So it's just a lesson on not accepting what doesn't feel right and what is someone else's belief or to keep our own belief and what feels right in our own hearts. Speaking of animal communication, I have re-released an episode with Sheila Trickarton, who is an animal communicator. In that episode, we really explore the extraordinary insights and teachings that emerge from communicating with animals. Join us, join us as we discover how animals can become powerful teachers, imparting wisdom that can transform our lives. Through this episode, you'll gain a deep understanding of the profound healing potential animals possess and how they can guide us on our own personal journeys. I've spent much time in the last 10 years around my herd of horses, and they are truly healing along with all of the animals that surround me, and I find it very comforting. So... Yes, tune into this remarkable episode and unlock the secrets of animal communication with the guidance of Sheila Tricartan. If you've enjoyed the information in this episode, share it with someone you care about and know will benefit. There is one thing for certain, meltdowns are inevitable. 
let's move into mastery together. In the show notes, you'll find my link tree, which has links to many of the most popular platforms. You'll also find links to connect to the featured guest, webpage, and social media. Thanks again for being committed to mastery. Change in this world really starts within each of us.